This is the Off-Kilter Podcast. It is about breaking rules, listening to your ovaries, and coloring outside of the lines. Each week, we will connect and be in conversation about how to reignite your sexuality, feel powerfully graceful, and deeply connected to your body, all while navigating life. I am your teacher, Amy Kate Burr. Welcome to episode three of the Off Kilter podcast. Joyfully productive. Time. Time waits for no man. Time heals all wounds. Time flies. I don't have time. There isn't enough time. All we want is more time. And it's hard to create change when we feel stressed, exhausted, and disconnected from ourselves. When our day, week, and our month is squishy and we feel like we don't have any time. And the time that we have almost is always spent playing big for everyone else. Our partner, husband, children, family, work. And the time that we have feels squishy and dully unproductive. It's full of distractions and it lacks boundaries. So we feel like we need more of it. Uh, But we don't need more time. We need to learn how to be joyfully productive. We need to be clear on our priorities. We need to create boundaries and understand how to structure our day so that we can balance our energy and get shit done joyfully. So today we will be in conversation about how we can cultivate a less stressed, more balanced life while being joyfully productive. We will explore what taking up space means, how to adjust our view of productivity, and the value of slowing down. This slower-paced, more meaningful life can be achieved without sacrificing results. So we have this belief that if we do more, we will be more successful, more valuable, more worthy. Uh, We will get the results quicker. And... This is very common within the training space that if we exercise more or train harder or train longer, we will get the results quicker. And yes, it makes sense in theory and it can be achieved, uh, but it's generally at the detriment of other areas of our health. What happens is that we create an imbalance of energies. We have more going out. We're expressing more energy than we can get in. So the body will then speak to us in symptoms and it could be hormonal imbalances, fatigue, exhaustion, uh, headaches, uh, irregular periods, painful periods, skin breakouts, digestion issues. And we have this belief that If we train harder and longer, we can get there quicker. And this also saturates other areas of our life. If we work harder and longer, uh, we will get the result. We'll be more successful. Uh, We'll build our business quicker. And yes, again, it can make sense in theory, uh, but there is really a difference between being busy and being productive. So what I have found is that we can get shit done and get results by doing less of the things that leak our energy and that don't matter. 
which is the distractions, uh, the task switching, uh, and more of the things that give us energy and have meaning, which is uh, the resting, uh, the nourishment, moving from a place of love. So most of the women that connect with me uh, they feel disconnected from their body. Uh, they feel stuck. And uh, Hannah connected with me due to chronic lower back pain. And when we are in a chronic state of stress, our body can try and tell us in abundance of ways, and pain can be one of them. So Hannah lived from a place of fear and scarcity and comparison. She had a history of chronic dieting, excessive exercise, and really lived from a place of scarcity with her food. So this woman was superwoman, running on little food, high-intensity exercise, a chock-a-block schedule, and she really played big for her husband, her children, and her family. And she showed up and played big for work. Her focus for a really long time was to lose weight, to see results quickly. And she'd been following other paths and systems and diets and programs for a really long time. And this created conflict and a disconnection and an imbalance in her body. Uh, This chronic dieting, this restriction, this excessive exercise and really this imbalance in energies produced so many problems, uh, such as metabolic damage, uh, an excess of abdominal fat, hormonal imbalances, disordered eating, a low sex drive, absence of self-love, and really a deficiency in energy. So she really had a rhythm that was broken, disorganized, and unstable. She had a fear of being fat and not loving her body, not feeling secure and confident, Uh, She had a fear of putting herself out there and not feeling worthy and loved. She had a fear of creating a romantic connection with her husband. Uh, She had a fear of a loss of her sexuality, her confidence and her sexual desires, Uh, of not being a great role model for her children, of not being a good wife and mother and woman. And so she made up for this by doing more. And she was experiencing what we call busy women's syndrome or what my Aussie mate, Dr. Libby Weaver, calls rushing women's syndrome. And she's actually written a really great book on this. And it's a constant state of doing, of achieving, of overwhelm. And this perceived need to like rush and the relentless pursuit to play big for everyone else, uh, along with doing a shitload of high intensity training and not eating enough was really causing detrimental changes to her body and her health. So together we created some goals and the first goal was slowing down, creating space. So we developed this joyfully productive framework uh, for her to manage her stress and for her to rebalance her hormones. And so what this looked like was Stopping the high-intensity exercise. We developed a training practice that was nurturing and it generated energy. It was from love. Uh, She walked 15,000 steps a day. So walking was a space for her to allow and receive, to begin to connect and understand her body and just to spend some time alone. 
So for three months, she walked 15,000 steps a day and she made 20 minutes of space every morning for herself where she did a seated practice where she sat and she created the space to pay attention and connect and just allow uh, and focus on her breath. So the walking the 15,000 steps and creating this 20 minutes of space every morning really started to connect her with her body. So she learned to listen to her body. She learned to fill the spaces in between the doing, so the work, the kids, life, with practices that filled her up. And really big learnings for Hannah were around patience and compassion and slowing down to connect on a deeper level with herself, her husband, and her children. So I wanted to share with you my framework for being joyfully productive. And most of the women I work with are real women, busy women. They're mamas of little humans. They're entrepreneurs. They have children and a full-time job. So this framework was designed for, for the busy to help the real busy woman feel more balanced, connected, productive, and joyful in their day. So the first part of the framework is to create your edges. And now this is really important because we show up and play big for everyone else in our life. We're not very good at making space for ourselves, but it is within the space that we learn about our body, we connect to our body. Uh, so we need to be clear in our priority for the day and create our, create our edges. So what do I mean by edges? I mean our boundaries. So what are we going to set in place to allow us to be productive, but also to help us bring energy in? So we do this with three for me, three minutes every night, uh, we plan out our day. And so we look at the calendar, we look at our appointments, our meetings, our calls, and then we write down all of our tasks that we have to get done for the next day. And then we look at the spaces in between, and it is the spaces in between the doing that are the important ones. The spaces in between are about movement and nourishment and balancing our energies. So what are you doing with the spaces in between the doing? Because often we fill the spaces in between the doing with more doing, smaller tasks, Uh, distraction, social media, scrolling through social media or Facebook, uh, task switching, uh, multitasking. And so the spaces in between need to be about bringing energy back in. If the doing is the expression of energy, the spaces in between are about getting energy into us So then we can show up and do and be joyfully productive. So every night for three minutes, I look at my calendar. I look at my appointments, my meetings, and my calls. And then I write down what I need to get done for the day. 
So I have a list of creative projects and then I have a list of like internal work or life jobs that I need to get done. And then I mark out in my calendar the spaces in between and what I will do in those spaces to bring energy back in so then I can go out and express and go for a sprint again and do my work. Number two is building your day. So you have done your three for me and you have planned your day out in your journal or your calendar. Now let's build the day. So the way that you start the day really powerfully impacts how you navigate yourself through your day. So for those of you who know me, you know that I am quite strict and disciplined with my routines, especially my morning and my nighttime routine. How you start the first few and how you finish the final few moments of your day really powerfully impact how you can be productive. So my morning routine, when I wake up, uh, and I wake up quite early at about 6 a.m., I lay there and take three to five deep breaths. And really, this is just a space and a practice for me to pay attention to my breath. Then I drink a big glass of warm water with apple cider vinegar. Uh, and this is to nurture and nourish my digestion and get my metabolism ready for breaking the fast. I wash my face with cold water and then I do an awareness practice. And this is just a seated practice for five to 10 minutes where I just sit and pay attention to my breath. I don't try and change anything. I just allow and receive the information that's coming in. I do not use my phone for the first 60 minutes after waking. This is a space for me to write my blogs while I sip on coffee. And then I have breakfast. And breakfast is my first big meal to break the fast. And our cortisol is highest earlier uh, in the morning. So my aim is to really downregulate that cortisol. So I eat some protein, some fats, and some fruit, and I drink coffee with butter and coconut oil. I really focus on my metabolic health through my nutrition uh, and through the spaces in between the doing during, during the day. Then I go for a walk and this is 45 to 60 minutes a day with my dog and it's normally in the mountains, so in nature. And this is another practice that really creates space for me to connect to my body. Uh, to my physical body. And then it's also a really creative space where I um, don't have any distractions. So my mind can really uh, create. When I come back from my walk, I do my first project of the day and I break my day up into blocks of time. And this was a beautiful learning uh, that I learned in the Access Potential Academy. So I am doing a nine-month business mentorship with the very clever John Marsh. And we did a masterclass on productivity. 
And so the structure and the framework there is time blocking. And so in the morning time, I do my most complex project first. So 90 minutes I spend on a creative project. I place myself in an environment that is enriching and I eliminate all distractions. So my phone is on airplane mode and I do the work. I then create space in between the doing and I move and nourish my body. And this is could be just a light movement practice or it could be a training session. And then I plan or prepare my food and I am using those spaces in between to get energy back in. I then do another 60 to 90 minute block Uh, where I work on a project and after this I will create some space to rest and this could look like 20 minutes of sitting in the sunshine uh, and just focusing on my breathing. Then the afternoon is spent doing my small tasks like my life jobs, emails, schedules, appointments and I can break these into two 60-minute blocks in the afternoon. Now, if you have little humans, this framework is malleable for you and it can look a little bit different, but it can definitely be done. Uh, You can definitely create a morning routine, which will help you navigate through life with the little humans. And you can definitely break up your day into time chunks and blocks and then using those spaces in between to get energy back in. The third thing is one fun thing. Now, we take ourselves too seriously uh, and this is something that I'm really trying to work on. So I believe to be joyfully productive, we need one fun thing in our day. And for those of you who know me, you know that I always ask the question, what's one fun thing you are doing this week? Or what's one fun thing you're going to do today? And I believe that when you are doing your three for me and planning your day, that adding one fun thing really nurtures joyful productivity. So sometimes the day doesn't go as planned. (laughs) Uh, Yesterday, I had one of those days. I had big intentions and big plans to write, to create, to record the podcast, to move, but I got stuck. Uh, My movement practice ended with my warm-up. I felt stuck writing my blog. I felt stuck creating the structure for the podcast. I felt stuck trying to create new projects and content. Uh, I didn't sleep well the night before. So this stickiness can suck and if you begin to train and it doesn't feel right or you get stuck, that's okay. You can begin again today or maybe tomorrow. If you're trying to meditate or even just watch your breath and your mind keeps wandering, that's also okay. You can begin again in a new moment or in an hour or tomorrow. So often when I feel stuck, I remind myself that I can begin again, that no matter what the circumstances are, I'll always be able to begin again in a new moment, Uh, and that I have this joyfully productive framework to help me when I begin again. So I invite you to find joy in your day, 
to fill the spaces in between the doing with things that fill you up and to be okay if you feel stuck. This is being joyfully productive. If you have any questions, you can connect with me on Instagram at amykatebow. I also write a daily blog. You can sign up on my website, amykatebow.com. Thank you for making the space to listen today. Remember, take the long way home. Bye for now.